Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, I'm Maureen. I'm Amanda. I'm Jeanette. And today we are back with our This Is Us, the resident episode. We have long-awaited episodes these both are for different reasons <laughs> and uh, we're gonna start off by talking this is us miguel migs and uh, i've said this before and he's gonna be mixed from here on out but i feel robbed that we did not get that nickname sooner i know I, love I loved it. it yes and i heard it i heard it um when they were talking about the anniversary party that's the first episode i heard about didn't beth call him migs or something kate like that or kate did okay and so it was the first time i heard it but now it's like everywhere so I was really glad we got this episode. And I think that seeing Miguel as a boy, it, even as a young adult, it was so rewarding. It, we got to understand where he came from and how he got where he was. Yeah. And it was worth the wait because I love Miguel. I, like, I love Me him. too. And I, and I loved him like before, but like this episode made me love him even more. Yeah. I liked him. I've always liked Miguel. I was ne- I've never been like, oh my gosh, I, I love this character. But I think that is because we never really got a deep background yeah. into mm-hmm. Miguel. And I'm really glad that we finally, I mean, I really wish it was sooner. <laughs> I wish they had done it sooner. So there would have been more people could have like mm-hmm. had love well, for him. Like I mean, this. not the ending sooner. <laughs> no. but... Like the other Heartless Amanda. <laughs> the background. The background. Yeah. I wish we would have known you. more about Miguel like sooner. I, fe- I feel like that would have changed a lot of people's perspective mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Miguel. So I'm glad we finally got this episode, but I kind of like how played it because I liked falling in love with him because of how he was treating Rebecca and the kids. Because the very first episode, True. the very first episode of This Is Us, I was like, uh, what? No. Yeah. No. But yeah. then watching him as he as he is with the family and the kids, I, I, I like growing with him that way. Yeah. But young him, it was nice to see the young him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, you get to see his love for baseball, which we never really knew about. I mean, we never really got that before, but... It's because the Pearsons are all about football. I guess there was no time for any baseball. <laughs> oh, I just now connected that dot. That the Pearsons are all about football, and Miguel has put his baseball things on. I just now understood the parallel. Disappointed <laughs> in myself. I mean, I just realized it as I said it. Like it wasn't like I thought about that ahead of time. So, but I liked seeing his dad too, and just like seeing like where he came from. Um, just seeing his daddy mean his dad was such a hard worker and the decisions he yeah. made to like bring them you know to america which oh it was just really nice to like just to watch all that and even then like the pair of little young miguel like i think you saw him like to me he looked like he was a little hesitant about it at first but then he was like okay you know and just and i think that's just how he is now too he's just always been he'll do whatever for the greater good whatever needs to be done and i don't know enjoyed seeing that i really did yeah i really did too the different him changing his name on the resume yeah what did he call him mike he he said mike (laughs) when Miguel stood up i was like wait what is the last name though rivas yes his last name is is clearly puerto rican Mm -hmm. yes and mike (laughs) i just i loved that little tidbit we got to i like there are so many little things in this episode mm-hmm. that just were great. And I know we probably won't even say them all tonight, but 
I'm going to yeah. say one every time I think about it because they all need to be mentioned. I mm-hmm. really, I really enjoyed this episode and I didn't, I really wasn't that excited about it. I, I know. I, and I, I know that's different. And everybody was excited about it. I was like, okay. And like, eh. because like I said, like I was, I've always liked Miguel, but he's not like one of my favorites, but now he's almost one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, between him and Nikki, I don't know. Oh man, I love Nikki too. Yeah, they're great. I think the ones that can make me laugh. (laughs) The advice of the elderly homeowner too played a big role in Miguel because he said, uh, "Has your dad never taken you to a game? You have to find your way behind home plate." And he goes, "Like I just want to go." And the guy said, "It's where you sit means everything, or is worth everything." And the next thing we see, he's going by Mike. And that played a big role into understanding how, I don't think it was like building shame in him, but I think that that played a big role in Miguel understanding how to actually get anywhere here. Yeah. yeah. And I did like that he actually told the guy, um, it's Miguel, um, but this is, I didn't get any calls from Miguel. And the, the guy trying to pronounce it, it's not that hard to pronounce Miguel. M- Miguel? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's- like, how do you mess that up? Like, it's, Miguel's not a hard one at all. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. But, but I kind of thought the way we were going to see it play out was him remain Mike. And I'm glad they too. didn't go that way. I'm glad that he, he reminded him, these are my roots. Yeah. <laughs> I was really scared there for a second too. I was like, wait, but like, yeah. do they, I was like, I just kept trying to think back. I was like, wait, did they ever call him Mike before? Like, did Jack ever say anything? But as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, good. I didn't want him to stick with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the conversation with his parents was so hard. Yeah. Because he was trying to get jobs under Miguel and nothing was happening. Right. Yep. And he, he wasn't trying to deny his roots and he clearly didn't deny his roots. But he did. I mean, that's a real thing and it's a real mm-hmm. problem. Exactly. That's, that's something. I mean, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they really, they really, I, get, I can't say it enough. They really did this episode awesome with his parents when he showed up and all his dad saw was him being more americanized yeah instead of seeing him trying to embrace both because he's both now mm-hmm. yeah he's not strictly puerto rican he's not strictly american he's he's a mix and he's trying to encompass that in the car guy was an el camino it's not like it was you know yeah. something yeah. like a volvo or something like that it was you know <laughs> right which i just volvo is the most boring car that's why i threw that out there <laughs> Uh, I think in the scene more girls when uh, Chris showed up to Lorelai's with a ball off. <laughs> but his dad only saw him trying to project something different. And even Miguel said there's yeah. nothing wrong with projecting success. Mm-hmm. He wanted it, he had it, he wanted to give it back to his parents. It's not like he was hoarding it, he wasn't trying to deny his heritage. And that's right. all his dad saw because his dad struggled. And I love that he asked the question, why are you so upset that I'm not struggling like you? Yeah. And that was when we get the question that comes back later of, I don't know, that's a good question. Ask me again later. So I, I think, love that. I think that really played a huge role in Miguel's life going forward. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Poor Migs leaves his parents' house after all that discussion with his dad. He's feeling, you can tell he's feeling like he's so disappointed them. Mm-hmm. That was so, it was, it was so heartbreaking. Yeah. seeing that because he I can keep going on about this part but he, he wanted he wanted his parents to be so proud That's of sad. him yeah and I also I I under I understand his parents too 
were they right? No, they weren't. I mean, they were not right, but I can see where they're coming from too, because they didn't have all this. Mm-hmm. And so we then see him with Jack who clearly loves his friend for exactly who he is, which and we all yeah. love Jack. And that's Jack Pearson. So I know I was like, it's just, it's just Jack. I thought it was so interesting that Rebecca hated Miguel, like mm-hmm. when she first, you know what I mean? And I love, <laughs> I love that Jack was like, Oh, I need to take the car for a drive, you know, or whatever he was going to go do. And he like, just leaves them there. Like basically until they're going to be friends. And I mean, but it worked. Where did he go? I don't he know. Just, I just, he didn't want to go for a drive. He wanted to just go look at the car. And Miguel was he like, wanted to go look at the like, car. No, I'll go do it by myself. So he's just standing outside on the street. Just waiting for them to be friends. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel Which like they were in there for a while. <laughs> I mean, I think they started to open up pretty quickly, though. And I mean, I think that's, you know, how do you not love Miguel? So, I mean, mm-hmm. I can understand. I don't know how it didn't take very long. But it was fun, too, like seeing them all just grow as friends. And then we see, you know, when we meet Shelly, which eh, I don't really care for Shelly, obviously, but <laughs> I never did either. It was still sweet, but I mean, well, you know, I don't really care about <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> That's just because we knew we knew what was gonna come. Yeah, Shelly. Yeah. As soon as she walked in this week, I was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't gonna be Shelly heavy. I think it was really well done how they did it. It was. It was. There was it no really words. Was. It was just music. And we kept seeing like these little flash forwards as they grew and they went. And I, I think I love that there was no dialogue. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It really was. And it was cool to watch all four of them have all these different milestones in their lives together. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. I love seeing more of that younger years before the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we don't really see that too much anymore. We did kind of earlier on. We saw a lot more of it, but yeah. it was nice seeing that again and seeing mm-hmm. Shelly. I mean, yeah, I don't like her, but it was. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't like how like you know we see them fighting and her like comparing him to Jack, yep. which I, I think that hit me so hard that my God, I and mean, this man like since the moment he's met Jack has been compared to him in some sort of way. And I mean, because I think even early on in him getting together with Rebecca, like there was like, even if it was just himself Mm -hmm. comparing himself to what she had with Jack. And that's just so unfair because it's just, they're both great in their own way. And I hate that, like, you know, Mm -hmm. we also see flashbacks from before when Miguel's talking to Jack and he even tells him, I want what you and Rebecca have. And he's mentioned that to everybody before that he's, that's the relationship he wants is that one. Yeah. Well, that's the relationship we all want, if we're yeah. being honest. So, you know, <laughs> we understand. But we do kind of see, like, how, the, because that was a question that was asked. It's like, what happened to them? Why did they get divorced? And we can kind of see that is how, because Miguel, mm-hmm. that, again, going back to the conversation with his parents, how it played out through his whole life, he has had, felt like he's had to prove himself over and over and over again. So he works harder, he works longer, he works more intensely than everybody else, just so he can prove that he belongs, so he can prove that he's there. So he's not showing up until late and his wife is not having any of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it just, so we see that she wants Jack and Rebecca also has, and she's not getting it. So they're both just dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. You know what else I noticed though, just a little bit is, I mean, we saw arguments before with Jack and Rebecca where it was the same type of thing though, like Jack working too hard. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. sort of 
to me, I was like, that's sort of another one of those things. Like you have no idea what goes on in someone else's relationship, yeah. you know? And I think that's true. Even like now you just see what you want to see, but you know, here she was comparing, you know, Jack is doing all these things and you're not, I don't know. I mean, it was nice to kind of get some answers to like mm-hmm. what happened with their marriage and what happened with the kids and kind of how it all got to, you know, their split and, and where they are now. And his relationship mm-hmm. with his kids, man, that was so depressing oh my gosh so he we see more of him in houston which i like because i didn't i felt sort of dissatisfied when he left on that porch thing i'm going to houston and we never got anything else and i liked seeing first of all that house is massive that miguel is in like it's massive but how sad was it that what we get for the most part in him in houston is him calling his son and saying call me back call me back call me back Mm -hmm. he's offering box seats the baseball trying to incorporate his kid into what's important to him and trying to like like he moved down there for his kids and they just so i wish that's one thing i do have a complaint about is i wish we got more of the breakdown of that yeah because i don't have a better understanding of what maybe shelly said or maybe miguel stopped going on to visit them maybe he kept backing on weekends because he was working too much like what what is the disconnect there that happened yeah because yeah. i don't get that part i don't know what would make you just stop like especially if he's making an effort like what would make you just stop exactly well, they, they didn't have a really good divorce did they I don't no, think so, messy. but so, I mean, still, I'm sure she said stuff. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And that's why I like to see, because like his kid, when he goes on the Houston, they aren't that old. They're like college age, like early college age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, there's time to make that up yeah. and to, yeah. to not speak to him for as long as they didn't speak to him. It's, I mean, it had to have been something pretty terrible that his wife was saying to him. Right. And I mean, we can see at least that in Houston, he's doing well for himself, but mm-hmm. obviously that's not fulfilling because Miguel has talked about this whole six years how he wants the relationship that Jack and Rebecca had and the fact that we see him with Jack or that we see him with Rebecca as they're married you know that that's all he's ever wanted was that even from his parents that's what he wanted so to be in this he's doing very well for himself he's running his own company uh you know it just it just wasn't enough for him he just seemed so sad and so alone in that house and it made me every time I saw him in there and especially like after his dad dies oh my gosh it's sad Yes. that was horrible oh no when his dad died that was so heartbreaking but I feel like his as for as old as Miguel looked his dad looked really old and his mom didn't look very old well uh, maybe I think probably his dad though think about how hard of a work how hard mm-hmm. of a life his dad had maybe I bet that's it probably what... aged him a lot well so but... I mean maybe his dad I mean well maybe his mom was, was older genes, you know like <laughs> But I was, I was looking at the mom and I was like, wait, is that his mom? Yeah. I know. I thought she looked pretty young too. So I, I was just expecting, I was like, is that his aunt? And I mean, his mom works pretty, I mean, look at how his mom is with his aunt. Taking care. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. Right. That story was sad. It, it really was. was. She was talking about how much she hated her for getting attention. It was never for attention. She found out and had a stroke. Yeah. Like, cause I was curious about that too. When the Christmas, when he went over to their house for Christmas, I'm like, oh, Aunt Gabby's cooking, but she's in a bed somewhere what is going on so i was glad that they yeah. revealed that because i was really confused mm-hmm. yeah that's the stock that miguel comes from and so i like that we got to hear her say your dad would probably be because miguel worked just as hard as his dad did mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. did it in a different environment for mm-hmm. a different amount of money but he yep. busted his butt the way his dad did because that's how he was raised by both of his mm-hmm. parents to bust his butt and it was after that that he that uh, first of all the the what is that drink I, Coquette? Is that what it's called? 
that white drink? Maybe. Because I kind of want to taste it. <laughs> I don't know. I missed that part, I think. Like, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember what they said, I guess. But we get that after that conversation when he goes back to his empty house where he's all alone. And he's just so sad. Yeah, I know. After that conversation was dead, that he contacts Rebecca. Yep. And just have, and I like that he's got like the mustache up there, which just makes him <laughs> seem so much younger and so much more like youthful in that. And so I like, I like all the little nuances that they put in there that are nonverbal that are just pieces of the scene that tied this whole story together. I like how they put those in every step of the way. It was really, really smartly done. Yeah. And of, of course, you know, Rebecca immediately messages him back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and that's even last week we we're talking about how we want to see that we want to see because we want to see the basic message we want to see what happens and we yep. finally got it and it set so many things in motion yeah it did and i love i loved how fast she messaged him back mm-hmm. also, just turn around and it was a ding yep i had i had to rewind a couple of times y'all i love mandy more like to from the top of my head to the tippy toes. I love this woman. The way that she typed freaked me out <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I didn't notice this. I had like to read like this almost. Like, was... no, her, she was like typing with her, no, her, she wasn't typing like with her middle finger. She was like typing with all the other fingers, but not the middle. No. And it was like, her hands long? <laughs> I don't know. It really freaked me out. And I rewound <laughs> I it because I was like, her. is that weird looking? Yes. And then I made Ben watch it. And then he creeped out and refused to watch <laughs> anymore. I mean, I wasn't creeped out by it, but it didn't look weird. No, it was creepy to me. I, <laughs> I didn't like it. I gotta check this out. I did not. But I, like I said, I love her. I, I'll take her and her creepy hands. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine for me. I, I remember what that sound was though, because my phone is always muted and my computer oh, yeah. never runs sound. And I heard that like, whoa, that was like a flashback to my <laughs> sophomore year in college. Oh yeah. <laughs> I loved how quickly like their conversation it wasn't like they were like it was just immediate response but it was like an immediate like camaraderie their friendship was like back like that like there was no awkwardness there was no like nothing it was just it was inside jokes and just yes just having a good time and I loved it Mm -hmm. yeah I love that when they started calling each other Mm -hmm. that's what I loved about that was he was actually on a business call and he got the message saying can I talk to you? And he immediately hung up the business call. Like he stopped the business call so he could call her. Yeah. I loved that. He wasn't making that mistake twice. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I'm so, I mean, we're obviously all very glad that he did. Mm-hmm. And then his visit, that dinner, when he like, those words that he said, what exactly did he say? That the only time he had ever felt homesick is when he like left her on, left the her on that porch. I was like, he said he's God. never felt like he fit in anywhere. He's Puerto Rican. He's American. He never felt like he fitted in or belonged. Fitted in is not the right way to say that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and then he said that. I fall. Yeah. Yeah. And Mandy, I love, I love Rebecca's response. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just going to make out with you in this restaurant now. I mean, I was like, wow, Rebecca, that's, that's <laughs> old, but I love it. I like that she went to him. Like that was, mm-hmm. yeah. it was surprising well, for me, but I, I don't loved think- it. I think it would have taken Miguel a long time yep. to make a move because of Jack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And probably she probably knew that. And so mm-hmm. she was just like, we're going to do this. Yeah, because they understood each other. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking on the phone and he goes up there and says he's going to be on a business trip, you know, I got so excited. 
even though I knew these people were going to end up together, it's not like it was a surprise, right? But I was like, oh yes, maybe he'll stay. Like I didn't freaking know already. Like this episode just got me all excited. Mm -hmm. Me too. I was like, oh yay! And the way that the big three found out. Holy they have all moly. these beautiful plans of how they're going to slowly break it into them. Yeah. It was probably started kissing. Way. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> to rip off the band-aid, you know? <laughs> it was better. Kevin, no. though. I Kevin. Just, I did not miss seeing that version of Kevin. No. No. I mean, I don't you know why. forget about it. Mm-hmm. Me too. And then it makes me mad every time because I love Kevin. I'm like, I mean, chill. Like, even Kate, who you could tell was a little bit uncomfortable with it, yeah, came back with the comment like, "Well, if you're happy, I mean, you know, yeah. she was willing to accept it." And love Beth was like supporting it. She's like, "I knew it. I told you, right?" Like, I mean, she was like, hey, "Randall, good. yes, you did. You said it." <laughs> yeah, I loved. I, gosh, I love Beth. I know, but I mean, like Kevin's acting like this is his relationship, and you don't have to be involved in this relationship. Like, it's it has. I get your dad's gone and I get your dad was married to your mom, but that it plays no bearing on this relationship whatsoever. I mean, you just want your mom to be happy. Yeah. And I mean, back when he, like, we saw him kind of do the same thing to Miguel before he left, Mm -hmm. that was angry 20 year old Kevin. I can forgive that because, and it was still probably fresh enough about your dad. This is like a long time, Kevin, like, come on. Like it's, t- which I guess, I mean, I'm trying to think of the time frame. I mean, he was probably still on the manny, but maybe he was already unhappy. I mean, usually Kevin is a jerk when he's unhappy with something in yeah. his own life. So, yep. I mean, that's probably but what I mean, was he going would, on. Even there. when he was first got on the manny, he was just miserable. He just hated yeah. himself for years yeah. and years and years. No. I mean, I think he hated himself ever since Jack died. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, there was, he was always masking that pain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the kids might not have understood it at first, but. They eventually came around to it. They did. And how could they not? I mean, just watching Miguel with that morning routine. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was just, but just knowing that Miguel is like, I mean, he's got his own health issues and he's old and he's probably tired too. And he's doing this for Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And why? Because he said that it brings her comfort, like to have him be like the first person that she sees and stuff. And And him too. It's just, yeah. Because he said it put pressure on himself. Like, I need to be there for her. I took a vow. I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I was a little bit confused about this because they kept, I felt like Miguel thought that they were just going to like, I don't know, pick him up and like throw him out of the house. I think that Miguel was just struggling with, he needed to be the one to take care of Rebecca. And that was, he knew that the nurse coming in meant that he wasn't going to be able to be the one to take care of Rebecca Yeah, because they were clearly saying, and that's what I kept saying. Like, I was like, dude, they don't want to take you out of it. They want you to have help too. The nurses oh. for you and her. And so that's yeah, that's what they were trying to make clear to him. And he just because he was so invested in caring for his wife and ensuring that he was the one to care for her because that was his job, his responsibility. Mm-hmm. And he even said, I failed at everything else. I'm I can't fail at this. So it's all goes back to how he was raised. And it's he felt like if he had to be taken off of that because he couldn't handle it, he was another failure. And not only was he another failure, but he would have failed Rebecca, who was the love of his life. Yeah. But I mean, oh. but I was young and Randall. They really, they really handled that like mature adults. They did, and I don't feel like we get to say that very often. No, not Kevin all of them, too, though. Yeah, yes. I mean, all Kevin was the oh, one no, who I saw mean, the bruise. 
I was, I was very proud of everybody mm-hmm. in that situation because they didn't just throw Miguel to the side mm-hmm. and make this decision. They spoke to him and explained to him and convinced. I mean, they, they told him they loved him. His yeah. face when they said that. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. My heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was so surprised to hear that from them. I wonder if they've ever said it before. You well, know what I mean? Like, I don't think they ever have. I probably mean, not. I mean, I would venture to say probably all the grandkids have, probably mm-hmm. even Beth has, because that's yeah. just who she is. But yeah. I bet those three have not expressed that mm-hmm. kind of feeling for him. And even mm-hmm. even the way Miguel was training Kevin the morning routine. Like mm-hmm. Kevin was willing to let Miguel do everything he could, and Kevin would watch and take over when Miguel it was too hard for Miguel. So even Kevin was like. Okay, the nurse isn't here. I'm here though. And I'm going to step in and I'm going to be your partner with you in this. That yeah. was a really nice moment yeah. for Kevin. I mean, really it was. really was. And it goes back to when he's unhappy, he's a jerk. He's married to Sophie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, he's happy. Yes. Did anyone else, I just knew in my head that like Sophie was somehow going to become her nurse because she knew Sophie and that this was going to make her comfortable. I don't know. Somehow that was in my head that this would come true. But I think a lot of people thought that though. Nurse. it would just make sense for me but i guess you know sophie's probably got her own job i mean it's not like she's gonna quit to come do this but i just thought it would been a fun add to the storyline mm-hmm. well it yeah. seems like kevin is living there with them mm-hmm. so, and kevin's already married i know maureen noticed this did you notice mm-hmm. that he's already got that ring on his finger mm-hmm. so they at that thanksgiving that. Mm-hmm. they so yeah they get married pretty fast yeah mm-hmm. well yeah because i mean it's been <laughs> what 40 years in the making <laughs> yes yeah, I mean, what, since they were, like, Again. first grade or something? Yeah. I think the other hesitation for Miguel, too, was that that the heart, the most heartbreaking scene of the entire thing, I think, for me, was uh, when he looked at Rebecca, and he said, it was the first time we see Kevin with the ring on, and he said, Rebecca, I'm going to step away, I'm going to go get something, I'll be right back, you're going to be okay? She said, yeah, I'll be fine, and the moment he was gone, she had a panic attack, begging for Miguel, like, oh, oh my gosh. If that's what's been going on, you can see why he just does it all. I mean, if she gets mm-hmm. that stressed out, he's not going to let her feel that way. He's going to just suck it up. Even though, we, I mean, here he's got this giant bruise from falling in the mm-hmm. snow. I thought for sure he was going to like have broken a hip or that's something. That's what I thought too. And I thought, I was oh like, God, oh no, really like nervous. he's not going to be able to get up. She's just going to freaking leave him there. I didn't know what <laughs> Yeah, because Rebecca's like, I'm laughing, I'm happy. I thought, oh my God, is this the end? Like, I was getting really nervous in that moment. <laughs> so, you guys really going to do us like this? Like, make it like a tragic death? <laughs> Taken down by a snow dance. <laughs> because it's Rebecca's so happy. I mean, how that'd be so horrible. <laughs> but even in that moment, like, you could see the recognition in all the kids' faces when she had that panic attack. And Miguel immediately was right. And Miguel didn't shame. He didn't, he didn't like try to. He was like, no, I'm here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Yep. That's it. And the kids, all the recognition. And Randall tried to come in and be like, no, mom, I got you. I got you. And even Randall couldn't calm down his mom. And I think that was new for Randall. I think that probably panicked Randall more than anything. But I did love when that, because I was getting mad at him. Like, dude, hang out with your wife, be there with your wife, and just be taken care of. So I like that we got to see that. We got to see mm-hmm them sitting under breakfast enjoying together while the nurse made it and we got to see them doing their exercises together while the nurse instructed we got to see the nurse doing the pills while they sat together so they could enjoy the end of their life together yeah i loved oh my gosh this was i mean we all we all know that they're going to end this show great and they're going to they're going to everything is going to fall in this place they're going to do it so beautifully Mm -hmm. and i like that we're already seeing this yeah 
I mean, the entire show has been amazing, but I really feel like they're like hitting these last maybe yeah. probably six episodes mm-hmm. just out of the freaking park. Yeah. You know, I really like to, um, like another shining moment for Kevin was like him going to find mm-hmm. like Miguel's son and just his speech oh. to him. It, I mean, cause going back to, I mean, the last words he said to his dad were not nice. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. I mean, he's lived with that forever. And I mean, I, he was like, if you got something to say, you need to say it and, you know, figure and it out. So that shows his growth as much as it shows his love for Miguel. Yes. Yep. Both. I was thinking, I was thinking that it's while I was watching it, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, Kevin. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you've come so far. And, Amanda and he just, was so against Miguel that Amanda was just screaming at the screen. Why didn't you marry Sophie Souter? Yes. <laughs> I mean, they had to, they had to have their time apart. Mm -hmm. They had to have their time apart and now they're better than ever. Uh, But the moment we like flash to like the apple tree and that we realized that Miguel isn't there. I mean, I guys, I, I like, I cried. I did. I was like, no, even though like, I mean, obviously we all kind of speculated for a long time that this is what Mm -hmm. was going to happen. It just, it was like a beautiful sadness though. I know. Mm-hmm. I just I wanted them to somehow prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be one of those shocking moments that he was still there. But yeah. No. I mean, we got we had the contrast of Jack's death was sad, but it was horrific. Yeah. Miguel's death was sad, but it was beautiful. It was. Mm-hmm. Poor Rebecca's over here, widowed twice now. Goodness. I don't think she's aware of that. <laughs> <sighs> but they did his daughter. Do- now, this was asked. His daughter was there because in the Christmas scene. Uh, when they're all at the house for Christmas, a girl with dark hair walks in front of Beth and I was like, wait, who's that? And I didn't recognize who it was, but then she was at the tree with Randall and Kate spreading her father's ashes. And then it was Kevin and Miguel's son who spread them at the baseball field. So she was there, but they were just focused on the father-son relationship because that's what they were focused with Miguel, was his father-son relationship. And then they focused on that. So it it was nice that they went, because again, it's Miguel is too part of two different places and always has been so they have it at the cherry or the apple tree with rebecca and then they have it at the baseball field where his dad was where he grew up where that's you know and then that that flashback with miguel and his dad and the owner of that the old white guy yeah it was that do you think that was a reality thing that that really happened or was that just like a this is my two worlds colliding example thing no, i, I thought it was really a reality happened. yeah because the old guy didn't look very different, but Miguel certainly aged a whole lot. Well, I mean, your theory could be correct now, but I just mm-hmm. assumed. Oh. <laughs> I just thought, man, that guy was old when Miguel was young. And now Miguel's, Miguel's much older than the guy still playing ball in the park. Like, he must have some really good genes. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to go back and look, watch again. Mm-hmm. Darn. Because does his dad seem like the kind of guy to play baseball with that guy? No. So I think, I don't think it was an actual memory. Maybe it was just like a symbolism, like mm-hmm. of Miguel caught between two worlds. But when it because it happened when Kevin and his son were spreading the ashes, so he was caught between two worlds. But then he was Rebecca's the one who kind of pulled them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Next week doesn't. We're getting towards the end here, and I don't, I don't know that it's going to get any easier. It's getting more emotional. I know. I so yeah, you just um, see we're all we we're, we're just all like dreading. <laughs> every episode now we want it but we don't but we don't <laughs> it's getting so close how many more episodes are there two i think three. just two three 
I yeah, just that's right. It's the 24th. It's the resident that's the 17th. Mm. So we have three more episodes left. Oh my gosh, that last one's going to be a doozy. That's still not enough. Well, they're officially done filming. Yeah. Oh, they are. And I think, you know, in the preview that we see for next week, <laughs> Randall ticked me off again. Oh. It's like with that, it reminded yeah. me of when he tried to force his mom in that trial and he was like, you owe me. I've yeah. never been so disappointed. In that. Like, I love Randall. Yeah. Randall's almost my favorite Pearson. And when he yeah. pulled out, like, no, you are Same. a garbage person right now. Yep. <laughs> In this preview, I think mom should move me. Why? When did she ever express that that's what she wanted? Why do you think she should be with you? Yeah. yeah. Because these kids don't care about her the way you do? Like, come on, dude. Don't do that. And I, I was, again, when Kevin is happy, he is a solid, solid human being. Mm-hmm. Because he was the one who said, no, that's not what she wanted. I will, I will die making sure that she gets what she wanted. It's yeah. her life. It's the end of her life. Yeah. But I mean, then of course, I get it. But how many takes choice? And I think this is, I kind of like that they're doing this because it's very much reality. Yeah, that when yeah I, it is. This is what's going on in a family. I mean, it's usually, I mean, it hurts. I mean, because I remember when my grandma was sick for the longest time, I mean, there was lots of issues between all of her children. And That's I mean, it's so just, unfortunate. everyone is just so stressed and anxiety levels are so high. And, you know, for a person like Randall, like, watching him I'm like no that's wrong but like I know myself and I know that I'm a control freak and that like I get comfort in taking care of people and being a fixer so I can very much see myself doing the exact same kind of thing even though I know it's wrong like I could see myself doing it yeah I would I think I would see myself just okay this is what she wants this is what I gotta do I mean I I know that I'm a control freak and that's how I would and Randall is too I don't know so but Kate said you need to look at her and he said we do all the time she's like no you really need to look at her and that was her point was mm-hmm. mom is very 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 near death right now yeah. yeah there's a very real chance she's not making it out even weeks past this and you want to uproot her take her from where she's at to go live with you when she requested to be in this house that her husband yeah. designed that she's comfortable in where her last husband left her like you can't, you can't even, even from a medical standpoint to uproot her right then yeah, would be such a, such a stupid move. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, was, I, he, it's, I mean, obviously it's not going to happen. No. Rebecca well, ends up in her house. Yeah. Right. And obviously it takes a while. I'm still curious on this timeline because this we timeline still, is tripping me out. I know. I can't figure them, it out. Unless just the last few years age them like crazy, <clears throat> the, know, which is possible as well too. I mean, you know, but it's just weird it doesn't they should have started gradually aging them like in these few episodes like (laughs) because they didn't at all like Mm. in the preview randall and kevin don't look that much different no than they did at the wedding so Mm -mm. and we see rebecca lying in the bed almost the same way she does in that huge class where we got where kevin had all gray hair and randall had all gray and black hair like this is like a two-week process where you guys suddenly like your hair freaked out like what is i don't that's that's been my biggest hurdle is that mm-hmm. that jump from that to what we know is happening in the end i mean but it is a guarantee it's probably really stressful so and they are like 50s i mean how old would we say they're that 50 the, exactly i think how old were the twins at christmas would we say did we see the twins or was it just miguel's kids or miguel's grandkids the kids like, were running around there i think but i don't really see them they were like they were there. probably like seven or eight 
Well, then, so that's only going to be like two or three more that's years. That's exactly the point. <laughs> but, the point. okay, everybody's really fixated on just Kevin's kid, right? Yeah. Him and Sophie could have had a kid. But there's well, two. There's two of them, a girl and a boy. And so I think if he, he did, he had to have another set of twins. Did, did he have, was there two? I yeah, know I the saw girl the son. I don't remember seeing the, the daughter. Son and the daughter. daughter's there too. Oh. Mm. and if you think about deja is just starting medical school hers is in the right timeline like mm. all of them are in the right timeline for it to be unless like, there was like a break that she took in there that we don't know about i don't know I annie mean, and tess even, just look way older too to me i think everybody did because we don't know how old annie is Mm-mm. we just see her pick up deja in a car i mean that's med me school like, so that's at least four years after she graduated which was in another year so that's five years i mean annie looks like mid-20s to me which still falls in the right timeline of them being like 55 something but i don't think any of them look so the age that they're supposed to be is my thing no. i think Do the we kids know look too young and the adults are too old it's supposed to be like 10 years in the future roughly do we, how do we know that? Is that, a, someone they say said that? there's an art, someone said there was an article that, that gave the year and I don't remember okay. you can ask, ask Melanie because I feel like she knows, like she's okay. told me before, I, but my issue was, and I know we're still talking, like we'll move on here in a second, is that when we see Jack Damon way in the future performing, mm-hmm. Kate and Toby look the Much same older. age as randall and kevin look at rebecca's bedside when they are like around the 10 12 year old age Mm -hmm. and none of it make i but i have confidence that Mm -hmm. that they didn't make any mistakes here and that it's somehow going to make sense to us at the end you know honestly they could have had kevin could have had another set of swims it would be pretty could have i mean it would be weird (laughs) but he could have another not unheard of doesn't he does he call him by name though no. i could have swore he calls one of them by so. name well i don't remember it he might have i don't remember it i guess we'll oh randall does see. randall says hey nikki where hey where's your dad and he said he ran out to get food but randall did calls call him nikki i'm pretty sure well i think so. they tie that in there i'll have to go back and watch it now but i'm pretty sure he does if if it is only 10 five years from you know the wedding they're going to need to do like put in a joke or something explaining why they're so gray and even nobody else Beth, looks that bad. Even Beth looks old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got gray streaks too. Of course, we don't yep. see Kate, but we see Toby who looks rough, but we saw him in that, you know, that one clip in the wherever he was. So, I mean, that could be a plethora of reasons. We know that. And that's the other thing is that for how depressed he looks, seeing him with Jack Damon later on and his wife and he's happy. So, if this is before that, then we know that he's still with his wife. So nothing happened to his wife. Right. So it's like, that's that there's all these little pieces that we, and maybe they were individual, we could yeah. completely pick up the storyline. And maybe he said that Rebecca's dying. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Um, Maybe. But we'll see in the next three episodes, three episodes, man, I say to say, we've been talking about this for over a year. And it's yeah. almost done. Oh no. The three, the last three episodes of This Is Us, I think are going to be really difficult. However, this last episode of The Resident was both anticipated and not anticipated. I will say that um, mm. I did not go the way I wanted it to go at all because they made me like her right before they shot her. Yeah, well, they made me like her before, so yeah. They made me like her because she, she my whole thing, the whole reason I didn't like Kate was she was mean to my people. She didn't you know, like my people. She, she cool just people. had a wall. I know. And if you noticed, I think I said this, 
that the people didn't think she was being mean to them. They all loved her. They said it, which I had already said this before, that I didn't think they she was being, being nice because them. she was leaving. I don't think no. so. I, I'm pretty sure Nurse Hunley wouldn't just be nice to be nice. Nurse Hunley's think, nice to everybody. <laughs> I don't think she would be nice to somebody she flat out doesn't like. I don't think any of them didn't like her. I think none of them knew her. Well, they said they loved her. Like they used those words. So maybe because she said it to them, which she did. I think you're just not wanting to admit that she had built relationships with all of them because that makes you how you don't you know how you know how you can't say that definitively. We were never shown, expressed, or demonstrated that. I can promise you that I don't tell anyone that I love them unless I have some sort of good relationship with them. Same. I do. Except if I like you, then I'll just tell you. I mean, I might be like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're going. You know, that's a shame. But like, I'm not going to be like, I love you. I'm going to miss you. Don't go. No, I wouldn't say don't go. I'm pretty sure they were telling her not. I mean, like they were like not wanting her to leave. I think they had a good relationship with her. We aren't given that in any capacity. All we're given is her being nasty to them. That's we aren't we aren't shown that. We aren't shown her building relationships. We're not even shown her saying anything nice to them at all. We're shown her talking to Conrad and being nice to Conrad a lot. But we aren't shown her being nice to the others. Well, it's it's implied. It clearly clearly happened. It's implied. We weren't shown that at all. It's implied. Maureen doesn't like to have to admit she's wrong about something. So excuse you. I just admitted it on this last portion of this. Thank you very much. Somehow that got cut out of this podcast, though. I admitted I was wrong right away because I said they made me like her right before they shot her. You didn't say I was wrong, though. They said they you made me like her. Like I was okay with not liking her before, but then they changed it. It's not exactly the same, but okay. Because she said that she loved them, she said she was going to miss them, and all this stuff, and. I, the, I'm glad that it looks better than it did in the preview though because in the preview yeah. it was like what are you just staring at my gun as it comes at you what are, why aren't you driving out of the way but in the, she tried to duck see, and... but no we see the actual thing she didn't see the gun until it was like right next to her mm-hmm. but in the preview because the, the slow motion is all we saw in the preview so it just looked like she mm-hmm. was, again like she was gazing at the dude it just looked like she was staring <laughs> at the gun <laughs> but she didn't <laughs> so she did get shot Conrad of course mm-hmm. Conrad walks her out but I do, I, you had to, I'm surprised that Connor didn't push this further because when she said blood and she kept saying blood to him, why didn't he? She's, she's trying to tell, like Conrad, well, he must have been really invested in her survival and really freaked out because that's, that's not like Conrad to miss that. I think no. that's what it was. I think he was just such a wreck. And I mean, not just, you know, because of her, but I think, you know, all of the stuff Flash that happened to Nick. Nick. And I mean, it's just stressful for him. But yeah, I was getting mad too. I'm like, Conrad, listen, she's trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And then Billy, when he's in the back of the room, like, I like that Billy pulled him aside and he's, they had that honest conversation. So they brought up Nick. And so, I mean, that was, that was nice to see that she is still close enough to Conrad and still feels connected enough to him that she can be that honest with him. And she can be that kind of, I don't know, Mm -hmm. battering ram to him. Like, no, we're going to, this is a hard subject and we're going to approach it right now. How crazy is her? What is her blood? It eats the new blood. Is that what it is? Like it it eats itself sort of? I guess. That's what I like. That's what it seems like to me. I mean. Why didn't she have the blood there? Like, what did she move from it? And first of all, Atlanta General Chastain, aren't those in the same city? Yes. Okay, so she didn't move that far from her last hospital to hide from the mob. No, I know. 
But I mean, you no, know, I mean, we know. knew she was an Atlanta general before. I mean, well, she was poached by, by kids. She was poached was? by kids. Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Because I was trying to remember that. I'm like, mm, that doesn't seem very safe. Yeah, because they were at different hospitals and then they wanted that's her right. to come over. On the go team. That's how they met. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they have the the fake blood. And again, Devin coming to the rescue with his, the studies that he's doing. Mm-hmm. I was really, he's really, Devin has really, really impressed me in the last few episodes. I really, really like what they're doing with this character. Yeah. And he's, I mean, Devin's always been smart, obviously, but he's unafraid now. Where before I feel like he was a little more, like, cause you see Conrad, Conrad's like the Maverick and Devin was kind of, I'm just going to be the doctor. I'm going to do my job well. I'm going to care for these patients. I'm going to go the extra mile for them. But he wasn't always so willing to step out until he started doing these trials and doing all these studies. And now he's more like with the disgusting aspect of the last episode of the lady's arm. Ooh. Oh, but I'm more like, that's all we're going to say about it because it was disgusting. He does. He keeps, he's been doing stuff like this in every episode where yeah. I learned about this because this is what I'm studying now. He's, he's just seems so much more confident of what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he it's is really nice to see. Yes. Yeah. He's just, he's continuously always having character growth. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like this is to do that the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even conrad conrad's always been conrad i mean he's the grief has altered him a little bit but he's always been conrad but we yeah. got to watch because when we when we started the show we saw conrad was already there he was already you know developed devin's coming on the scene as a brand new guy and a brand new yeah. doctor so we got we got to be on his journey with him as he developed and i thought that was really nice and of course yeah. you know conrad is he he stays with his friends and he sticks with his friends and he doesn't he doesn't leave them behind for anything and so he stays with Kate the whole time Mm-hmm. And he uh, that conversation that they had that Billy and Conrad had in the OR viewing area was mm-hmm. so sad. It really was. And I, I loved it though too. I feel like that 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 conversation needed to be had. Mm-hmm. And okay, so did anyone else get a, a vibe in that conversation though? From her, not from him. I don't know. I don't know. He said, God, I wish I could remember. He, when she was asking him, like, do you have these feelings based? I don't, I'm not quoting it because I can't remember that you can't express for Kate. He said, yes. And he, she said, someone that he agreed. I don't know if she asked him or if he just volunteered it. He said that he might have those feelings for someone else as well. I thought that was the teacher that he's still been sneaking around. The I didn't house. think he he's said someone with singular. Her. I think he's well, saying I mean, like, for anyone else I've had. I thought he said, I've had those for us, for other, someone else. That's I got a vibe. And I, I, didn't, I didn't get a vibe this time. And I, and sometimes I do with Billy and Conrad, but I didn't this time. Well, I think Billy wants to, but I, I think he's focused on Kate. I'm very focused on Conrad and Kate, ahead. so I'm blind yeah, too. Did. But that's Sorry. okay. We'll just do it. No, I mean, while I am okay with Conrad and Kate, if Billy and Conrad are an option, I am team Billy. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Mm, not me. I like it. And it's because I like, I mean, I like Kate, but I like Billy's character a lot more. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I see no passion between Billy and Conrad. No. I just see very two just stern doctors, friends when I see them together. I don't get that. Like if you see Conrad with Kate, you see like he wants to kiss her. You see like he... Mm-hmm. he reacts to her chemistry there there's and there's there is and i just oh. don't see it as much with billy 
I mean, I, I love really, Billy's character better. Obviously. I do. I do. I love Billy. I really, really do love Billy. I just, but you know, we saw as far as like Conrad being super protective over Kate on all this stuff, we saw Conrad be just that protective over Billy when all that stuff was going on with Dr. Porter. But I think that's because that's Nick's best friend. I don't know though. I think it could easily be, I mean, we were just talking about Miguel and Rebecca. I think it could easily be the same situation that they, because I mean, we know that Billy spent a lot of time around film with Gigi growing up. I, I think it could easily turn that way. And maybe we don't see it because, you know, she's not in the show as much right now. So we aren't seeing this chemistry build up. And maybe that's why. But right now, as it stands, it seems like he has more chemistry with Cade. But again, maybe that's just because we aren't seeing a whole lot of Billy and Conrad together right now. In that room when she was having a conversation with him, I felt it off of Billy towards Conrad. But I only felt Conrad's fear for Cade and his fear for what he feels for Mm -hmm. Cade in that Mm -hmm. room. But that could change, too. I'm not going to say I'll be mad about it. I mean, I, I clearly like Billy better mm-hmm. than Kate. I mean, I'm okay with I like Kate, Kate as now. well, but I like her now. <laughs> She's got my sympathy vote. <laughs> Team Kate. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, like, I think Billy's also safer for him, for Gigi, than Kate is. Same. And I want to see, like, I mean, I want to see what happens now. Now that, like, if, if, like, we're kind of, I don't know, once the mob storyline is fully over and, like, all of that is put to rest let's see how she reacts to him because if she's still kind of standoffish and cold i think that doesn't work mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's so, what i'm waiting for i want to see the after i want to see when she can relax and be and take that wall down mm-hmm. but i don't actually think we're yeah, herself. Because, I mean, her dad's there now and how first of all oh my gosh the entrance was that i, oh I, my gosh. I was so excited about that <laughs> i mean that's he's like my uh my teen heartthrob guy yes like so I mean, by when far I was in- my favorite Brat Packer, mm-hmm. like absolutely, Andrew McCarthy always has been. I'm with you 100. And so when he came out, <laughs> he has so much swagger, and clearly there's he's more nefarious than he seems, which I'm kind of digging. But <laughs> I don't think Kate's going to be able to let her guard down and be herself because clearly when she was told by Conrad, "Your dad's coming," the look on her face was not happy or excited. No. So I don't think we're going to be able to see her let her guard down at all. I think she's going to be more on her guard now that her dad's around. Oh yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, he, I think he's gonna be sticking around. Mm-hmm. Well, like, no, but maybe they'll relate. Their relationship will heal. Yeah, it could be like a story. Kind of, yeah, yeah, because I mean, look, I mean, Conrad and why did I blank on his dad's name? Marshall. For a minute? <laughs> it, I wanted to say Mitchell, which is clearly not right. <laughs> Marshall, <laughs> not far off. Because he did not, he did not really like, fix his relationship with Mitchum. He fixed it with Marshall, though. And so, yeah. <laughs> that one was rock. I did it with Mitchum. Just weirdly done. <laughs> right. Oh. So I think, I think it, we're going to see some interesting things there. But I think along with the development of Kate and her father's relationship, we're going to see Devin continue to grow. And he had a hard patient this week. That patient, oh man, I want to oh. hit that patient in the face so many times. So many times I just want to hit him. Was Holy terrible. Holy. Oh, he was given podcasters a bad name, and I didn't like it at all. Right? Like, you know, <laughs> we're decent. And exactly. I was excited when I heard the word podcast. I'm like, yeah, I know. wait, no, no, he's yeah. a bad one. Didn't like, like him. I mean, what I about like, this like guy. you lie to your like listener saying like, oh, you're anti-vax and this, and you're totally been vaccinated. You lie to your wife and your kids <laughs> to the point like that your kid is in the ER because you refuse to let him get a shot. Yeah. yeah ridiculous Hypocrite. i mean 
so you only care about yourself then apparently you don't care basically. about your children or your mm-hmm. wife or yep. anybody but you like what a piece of work <laughs> and i loved that Devin and aj and all of them like stood their ground i mean at first oh, yeah. you know, they were saying he couldn't get his transplant mm-hmm. because he wasn't vaccinated well then he said he was and then AJ's like, oh, but wait, your wife left you, left you. So now you no longer have anyone to care for you. <laughs> I loved oh, it. I can't get it. I cheered. I was like, yes. I do. Give it to somebody else. Like and AJ was like, we're gonna have to move you. And he's like, I'm leaving this hospital. Um, I'm pretty sure okay. Jesus told you you were leaving. So I mean, please follow through on that. <laughs> Bye. His wife felt like she was so with him and I love I love that right after um right after he she finds out he's been lying and she tells him she's gonna be more she's in the hospital getting like all these shots that up in her arm <laughs> five <laughs> up for lost time it's like oh man <laughs> oh my gosh it was tough though to see Devin and Leela kind of working together but oh. still they never being civil to each other but man it, it was, was poking very, a bear, she was and it's like she just like Leela, do you understand? Like I, under, I mean, I, I get why you want to work things out because it's Devin and he's awesome, and I get that. But like, what you all don't want, like you, what you don't agree with as far as your life goes, are pretty fundamental mm-hmm. things. Like it's yeah. not like you can compromise and have half yeah. a kid. Like that doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things you got to agree on, or you don't. Mm-hmm. And she kept, she said it more than once. I just want to find a way for us to work together, humanely, mm-hmm. calmly, whatever you are right now it's you who keep bringing up hey we just broke up 24 hours ago stop bringing it up every time you see him and yeah. act like a doctor around him and yeah. that's how and you I can think, work together for right now i mean i think she's hurting and i get that she i mean is, they, they spent a fault. lot of time together i'm mm. mad at her see i'm not mad at her i mean i'm disappointed that it didn't work out but i'm not mad at her i'm i'm mad because they just said the devon when they broke up were just like horrible i was mad at that horrible things yes yeah. and then no, she's I coming off that. of that acting like she's and I get that she's hurting I get that she said I mean it was four years of her life too she loves mm-hmm. him I understand that but I just he was the victim not a victim but if you had to choose a victim of the two it would be Devin because oh, yeah. she lied to him yep. and she made him think that all these things were possible and they weren't and she knew they weren't and mm-hmm. so for her to, he's trying to be professional he's clearly very very hurt and upset by this because he thought this future he had with this woman it was just ripped away from him yeah. and she already knew it was gone so right. she, for her to continue to go up to be like we need to work together nicely we need, leave him alone then mm-hmm. talk to him when you need to talk to him you guys need to grieve separately you need to go through this process on your own how you go through the process because clearly you both have to deal with it clearly you both have to grieve the loss of this relationship because it was four years and you both love each other yeah stop yeah. smashing it in his face every time you're talking to him and she was doing that so she was just annoying me I guess I'm not mad. I was annoyed at her, but she just leave me alone. That's how I, I was more annoyed with her this week. I just, mm-hmm. I felt like, I mean, you know, when you're like kind of mad at your kid, you're like, I love you, but, but I'm really mad at you right now. I need you just to walk into the other room. Like yeah. that's, that's how I felt with Leela mm-hmm. this week. I'm like, I, I still love you, but I need you to disappear yeah, go from away. in front of me for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I love you but i don't like you right now so go somewhere else you and she still has repercussions that she has to face from the surgery that she screwed up from the way she conducted herself in the hospital like that's a serious thing that i hope that they deal with in some way more yeah. than just keep saying you need to pick a profession 
no, can we deal with the fact that she went in there knowing she wasn't capable, almost paralyzed somebody? Can, can we deal with that? Yeah, and I, I don't know if they will. I don't think they will either. I, I'm going to be. I think I'm, they're just going to skip over it <laughs> because it needs to happen. Especially, it, it, I don't think it would be as important for it to happen if we hadn't spent so much of the season on Bell on the medical board getting justice for that one girl. And I yeah. think that's why it's important that they focus on it at least, at least just enough to let us know that they're taking some sort of action. And that maybe that could be the 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 vehicle that Leela can be sitting at home while she's suspended, being like, "Why have I done the way things I've done? How I've done them? How can I change? How can I be better?" Maybe that would be the retrospection that she needs to go back in and do her job and be Leela again. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think it's if they don't do that, it's an opportunity missed on several levels. It was nice though this week too, getting to see like. Kit and Bill be our, our power couple working together. I, I just love it when they're they get to do things on screen together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that when Kate first got shot. I'm not laughing because she got shot, to be clear. I just sure. the story uh-huh. I'm about to tell is funny. But uh she Kit was like, well, they don't it doesn't have to be a secret anymore, but Medicare thing does it. And Conrad's like, nope, and goes in the room <laughs> and just announces it to everybody and all the doctors who are trying to save her life stop working this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the responses okay <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care anymore no he wants to shout it mm-hmm. and i love her cool about it too she just kit is so level-headed in every situation she's just i mean she's just a cool character yeah she, she really, really is. is that press conference <sighs> by the way I, I probably shouldn't have laughed. I laughed so hard just for the fact that she went out there totally confident about talking oh, about and unaware. <laughs> and then to just go totally off to this podcaster, Jimmy. What? Jimmy, who? She's, what? <laughs> I thought you were here to discuss what happened this week. Nope. She knew nothing i mean that was kind of embarrassing i'm sorry uh-huh. i felt bad for it but i mean obviously they didn't have time to like brief her on what was going on but right. yeah because i think she called the press conference because she told bell i'm trying to get ahead of it i have a press conference at this time for this purpose mm-hmm. so i think she was trying to get ahead of it and i think she was the one who scheduled it so i, I do like like one of the last things we see of bell and kid is just their heads butted together and it's just a sweet moment it just shows it you know it was that they're partners that they're going through together that they're strong and it's almost like you can see them getting strength from each other in that moment which they desperately needed because i mean oh, yeah they weren't particularly close to Cade, but still the trials of that day were so heavy and so intense on multiple levels that yeah. they just came together and uh, like she when she came up to see bell and he was sleeping in, in her office mm-hmm. and she was like it's good news and then they just yeah. put their heads together. That's all they had to say. They just understand each other yeah. so well. They're just, the relationship is so, I just love it so much. Oh yeah. I think so, we all do. I think that we're going to see a lot more of Kit and Belle fighting together as it, as it comes forward, because we see in the preview next week. Um, what is, what is his name? Ian. Ian. Okay. I didn't couldn't remember his name on there. Ian Sullivan, which is Kate's dad, which is mm-hmm. um, our favorite person. Um, he has she doesn't trust him kit doesn't no. trust him and she relies on bell no 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 one who comes in with that much swagger in that kind of suit passing out big bills to people who drive them to the hospital <laughs> it's just you know, <laughs> that's it right there um but she doesn't trust him so her and bell are gonna have to work together a lot on this and i think 
we see him in the elevator with a pill bottle and he puts a pill in his mouth, which is very similar to what Belle went through. So there's, I think there's going to be, I think Belle and Kit are going to be able to be the heroes here for a moment mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Maybe he's not nefarious. Maybe he can do his job. He's just arrogant. I mean, because I don't want him to go away. Don't make him. Yeah, I don't want him to go away. I kind of <laughs> would like. And have we ever had a? Isn't he a pediatrician? Is that what he, they said? He goes into surgery though. They tell him to, to clean up for surgery. But he might be a pediatric surgeon. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. We've never had a pediatric a pediatrician of any kind on the show, no. so it would kind of be cool. That mm-hmm. would be cool. To have that. But he needs to lower the swagger. <laughs> I mean, I want he him to keep the swagger. swagger a little bit. I mean, look at AJ. He's got his arrogance. As long as we can find something else to balance it with. Exactly. Like him. Okay. But he can't keep talking to Conrad like he did in this preview. Well, um, I think Conrad will gonna... set him straight. Because he said, I'm her father. And Conrad's like, act like it. And then he walked away. So I think I think Conrad's going to get under his skin enough. Yeah. I hope, I hope so. Like, I know we said, don't give us new people. <laughs> this is the exception to that rule if it's andrew mccarthy we can we can have that exactly exactly and if you want to have an episode where all the kids all the people from pretty in pink show up in the hospital <laughs> and he has to work on them i mean we're okay with that yes just just give our yes. other people more lines better there. yet can we have like let's have all the saint elmo's fire because that's a lot of people let's bring all of the fire. I know, I knew you were going to give me that. No, you have a job to do. I'm going through Chicago, so thank you very much. You can take a break. It's already killing me. No, she cannot take a break. St. Elmo's Fire is like my, it's like my favorite Brad Pack movie. It's like a serious one. So good. Isn't it a show? No. It's It's a movie. movie. Oh. I mean, I know who's in it, but I thought it was a show. No, it's got Rob Lowe. It's got Demi Moore. It's got a You should watch it. It's got like. (laughs) Sure, I would love it. All of them. All right, so, All right. so next week, so. we get more Andrew McCarthy. We get more Conrad. We get more feistiness, which I'm really looking forward to. And I'm, I'm excited to see Kit get feisty again. Because mm-hmm. you know she's going to. I like feisty Kit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like Kit no matter what. But I like feisty Kit. And I like Belle when he's defending her. And I feel like it's going to come to a head some point where mm-hmm. Belle is going to have to defend Kit against Ian in some way, shape, or form. And I am here for that. That would be good. Me so too. next week, that kind of wraps up our our episode this week so next week you are getting into Grey's Anatomy now those shows are all ending soon uh so Grey's Anatomy is we have three more episodes of Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. and so you will continue to get those on Wednesday until May 26th is this last showing so that following Wednesday will be our last Grey's Anatomy and uh you're going to continue to get 911 for the next two episodes and this is us only has three more the resident only has two more so all of our current shows are coming to an end and we are going to go into our um i don't know what you call them older shows i guess non-syndicated yes that's the word non-syndicated shows so uh bridgerton will be up next after all these shows premiere bridgerton will be up and then we'll hit some of our gilmore girls we're going to have a debate over logan or jess call in for that maybe so i mean stick up with that stuff you want to join our groups we have it on the resident chastain family fan club and this is us pearson family fan club be kind be nice don't be a dummy when you're on there and start attacking everybody so we'll see you in a week that's that's all we've got for you guys today so bye bye for our listeners craving more you can search for all 16 of our groups on facebook by searching family fan club come on over and join the conversation You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under Fandom Family Chats. We try to always make sure to have something that will entertain. 
Of course, we'd also love your feedback, the good and any bad. And you can provide that by emailing us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our website coming soon, where you'll be able to buy FFC merch and merch about some of your favorite TV shows with some favorite sayings and images. We're also working toward hosting a Comic-Con-style event in 2024 where some of your favorite fandoms, cast, crew, and fans alike will come together for a fun-filled weekend. You can find those announcements on our website coming at you soon. Keep watching and listening. And as always, don't forget to share and subscribe.